Authority, no trains are running along the 8th Avenue line, for the Thurman train station is completely shut down. We have severe delayed train service. I've been wanting to do an episode on this topic for a while, and I finally decided to start writing it about a month ago when I was standing on a packed New York City subway train listening to the conductor over the loudspeaker. She announced extensive train delays ahead of us. Turns out someone had detonated a pipe bomb at Port Authority, which if you don't know is a huge bus and train terminal in midtown Manhattan, where hundreds of thousands of people pass through every day. And for me, the event was a stark reminder of the world that we live in. And my immediate response to it was that I needed to do something to help me process and make sense of this news. So I started writing this episode, standing on the train, furiously typing on my phone. But there have been so many other stark reminders in the last few months and years, and my responses were not always so immediate. Like when I woke up the morning after the last presidential election to the news that Donald Trump had won. We all process that news in our own way, and today on the show, I'm sharing how I processed it and how the recording studio played a starring role. New episodes of the show will be released the first Thursday of every month, but I'm breaking that rule to bring you this episode since it's so timely. Today is the first anniversary of Trump's inauguration. It's also the anniversary of an idea I had that shaped the following year in ways I could not have anticipated. Welcome to the Orchard Recording Studio Podcast. My name is Dave, and I'll be your host. I woke up that morning after the 2016 presidential election in what felt like a thick, heavy fog. I was stunned, angry, confused, and in just disbelief. The thing I'd feared the day before had somehow come true. He was the president. And to be honest, I was having trouble dealing with that. I mean, when your worldview changes overnight, when the people and country you thought you knew became instantly, in many ways, unrecognizable, how are you supposed to deal with it? In the days and weeks that followed, I learned to navigate that fog. I mean, life goes on, you go to work, you pay your bills, see your friends. And as Inauguration Day approached, I could feel the tension rise. And somehow, through the anger and anxiety, some people found a way to rise along with it. There was talk of this global protest that was planned for the next day. And in fact, the 2017 Women's March became the largest single-day protest in U.S. history. Its groundswell was so powerful, the energy, the conversation, the focus it brought people, I found it impossible to not get picked up in its wake. And I became determined to get involved. I thought it would somehow help me turn this bad news into a good story. So my wife and my friends, we joined the march in Albany, New York, which is not too far from the orchard, and we held signs, walked, shouted, sang, and listened to some very passionate people say some really inspiring things. And fueling it all, it was music. There were a few sets of musicians, including a scrappy marching band, and somehow on this cold January day, they were able to keep everyone's energy up for hours, guiding us around the state capitol with rhythms and songs and chants. I was captivated by the sound of it all. And when something hits my ear the right way, I do what I always do. I grab my iPhone, open the Voice Notes app, and hit record. Just like taking photos, I use Voice Notes to record sounds I want to remember. In fact, you heard one earlier, the train conductor at the beginning of this episode. So at the protest, I recorded the marching band, speeches, chants, all kinds of great sounds. They create a kind of sonic photo album of the day. Let us stay together in peace. 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 Let us stay together in peace.
that every individual counts, every individual deserves dignity and respect. And while I was recording, I began to wonder, what'll happen to all this music after today? Will it just live on in our memories or in the muffled backgrounds of the videos people will post to Facebook? Imagine if we could capture it all and organize it and distribute it so that every other protest across the country and maybe the world could have the same spirited soundtrack that we had, energizing everyone with a kind of unifying fight song. The 60s counterculture had its soundtrack. What's stopping us from having ours? And suddenly that fog I'd been walking around in for months, it began to lift. That buzzing, muted feeling, I finally figured out how to channel it and turn it into something. I made a video. Hi, I'm Dave, and this is the Orchard Recording Studio. I'm offering free- I started offering free studio time to anyone with a protest song or any song with a positive progressive message. I didn't know if I'd get a lot of interest in this or no interest at all, but I felt just so fully driven to do it, to try and capture the soundtrack of this moment. The first call came from an upstate New York band called Root Brew. They happened to be in the middle of producing a whole EP of protest songs and had one left to do, so my offer was the perfect fit. And when they arrived, I could feel their excitement. I remember it was a beautiful, warm, clear day, the kind of day that makes anything feel possible. They were so happy and thankful for the time, my offer really seemed to energize these guys, like the way the music at the march had energized me. And without that experience, I'm not sure I would have done this project or even had the idea at all. I may have just stayed in my fog, and instead of trying to turn it into something positive, I may have just tried to minimize the negative by burying my head in the sand and avoiding the news, which, as you may know, is pretty easy to do. So there were a lot of great things about that day recording Root Brew, but one thing really stood out. Toward the end of the session, when we were recording percussion, they came up with a cool idea. They wanted to add the sound of marching feet to the end of the song and have it fade out with the music. I do have a trick up my sleeve to get this kind of effect with just using percussion, no boots or pavement needed. So we laid it down and it sounded great, but it sounded controlled like it was recorded in a studio and their song, which was so full of emotion and gravitas, really begged for something more authentic. Like real marching feet at a real protest with real power and energy, like something I'd heard at the Women's March back in January that inspired this whole experience. So I reached into my pocket, took out my phone, and played the band some voice notes recordings from that day. And I asked them if I could add some to the song, just to see what it sounds like. By the way, the song is called She Marches On. It's melancholy in a minor key, but active with a reggae feel. The lyrics memorialize the singer's grandmother, who sounded like she attended a protest or two in her time. They also seem eerily timely, like not much has changed since then. So now, when our percussive marching feet begin to fade out with the song, the Women's March recording fades in, providing just a few seconds of raw energy and emotion, with voices that sound like they're standing up for something important, because they are. Thankfully, the band loved it, and not just the sound, but the symbolism that everything had come full circle. The day that inspired the project would now live on within the project. When I first started offering this service, I didn't have any real goals for it, other than trying to shake that fog I was carrying around. But some amazing things have happened. A batch of great new protest songs are making their way around the internet. 
and I've met some incredible people who felt so inspired by this project to start their own. I even met a mastering engineer who decided to volunteer his services just like I'm volunteering mine. And as energizing as it can be, I do have to admit one thing, that it's not always easy to keep this project going. Because every day when we're faced with a fresh crop of headlines, the latest stark reminders of the world we live in, it can be difficult to quiet that little voice inside me that might be inside you too that says, what's the point of it all? That energy I felt back at the march in Albany, I wish I could bottle it and take sips when I need a pick-me-up. Because every time I find a little, just an ounce, that I can siphon off an inspiring conversation or borrow from someone's hope that seems a little steadier than mine, it quiets the voice and really keeps me going. And I'm reminded of something really important. That we do still live in a country where we have the freedom to stand up for what we believe in. And if we don't exercise those rights, we can lose them. That's today's show. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to Root Brew for letting me use their song. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and help others find it by kindly leaving a rating and review. To learn more about the studio, please visit orchardrecordingstudio.com and on Instagram at orchardrecording. You can email the show at podcast at orchardrecordingstudio.com. Please feel free to get in touch with any feedback or questions you might have. And that's all for now. Until next time. Mm-hmm.